Welcome to What The Fit, a podcast about what it means to be fit, whatever the fuck that means. I'm your host, Christelle Rubio, and I'm helping to share the stories of cool people doing cool shit, from fitness trainers to wellness coaches, entrepreneurs, and entertainers. We'll hear the behind-the-scenes journey, all the different ways we can take care of ourselves, and of course, we'll answer and explore the big question of, what does being fit mean to you? My guest today is a massage therapist with 13 years experience in her own practice. She's a strength training enthusiast and she owns two restaurants with her husband, so she is not busy at all. Red Feather is a Cincinnati culinary staple serving inventive seasonal American cooking and Dutch's is a Cincinnati landmark, now a local grocery store and deli. We love a self-proclaimed crazy lady. Please welcome Rachel Bernstein. <laughs> Hello. I was so thrilled when you reached out and you were like, I'm kind of crazy. Do you want to talk? And yes. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I love to do that. Just here I am. Yeah. yeah. That's an amazing quality to have. Do you know how many people wish they could do that, but they cannot? Yeah, I do. I a do. lot of people. Yeah. I just have a lot of stories to tell all yeah. the time. So, you know, well, just, why I'm, not share them? I'm so excited yeah. to <laughs> hear them. So this is a really fun fact that I'm going to share. It's a little bit embarrassing on my part, but I moved to Cincinnati in 2012. Okay. And from Columbus. Okay. And I had a bunch of friends here. That's why I moved down here. Gotcha. I went to Miami mm-hmm. for college. I'm from Canton, which is like right. four hours north. Right, right. So coming like down to Southern Ohio, this is my, when I went to school in Miami, that was the first time I'd been down here. We went to Cincinnati for like a school trip, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Cincinnati because I have all these friends here in Columbus just like isn't doing it for me. And in 2012, like OTR, there's Japs. There's neons. Yeah. There's real. There, there's really not a lot of like restaurants that people are dying to go to. Exactly. Not back then. Not yeah. back then. Mm-hmm. No. And I lived in Mount Lookout. Okay. And so I had this list of restaurants that I was like, okay, like this is a new city. Mm-hmm. I like have <laughs> like you know I'm like talking to these people like what restaurants do I have to try? I love to go out to eat. I yeah. love food. And Red Feather was at the top of. My oh, list good. since, but I haven't been yet. Rachel. You have to come. I know. Like whenever I hear Red Feather, I'm like, I know, because we're literally 10. been on my list for ten plus years. Yes, yes, that's crazy. But I remember everyone talking about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, you have to try it. It's so delicious. Brunch, like this, that. I had coworkers that would go like every other week. They lived in Oakley. And it was like, I I think I probably had made reservations a couple times. And like every time something just came up where like I didn't fulfill them, Mm -hmm. but it's literally been on my list. And there's so many. There's so many. Now there's so many. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I have to come in. I hear rave reviews. And it's like a state, it's like a Cincinnati staple, like good restaurant staple. And that would just bring all the joy to my husband because that's all he's just worked so hard for. I'm sure. And to have a restaurant for that long. Mm -mm. Well, he's he's, I mean, he's in... third generation restaurateur. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So his grandparents were big in, back in the 70s. He's like a Nepo baby of the restaurant industry. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yes. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I love that. Yeah. So to have to have the restaurants that he's had on his own for 10 years and the accolades that he's achieved right, right. is so huge because there's no chefs in his family. They're just restaurateurs. So he took it one step further. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to get into every, I want to get into there's all so of much. that. Let's just start with, because I just want to, this will be such a fun podcast because like I just get to like get to know you and well, we already talked fun. about, we have so many mutual friends. Yes. So it's like, we already know good people, know mm-hmm. good people. Mm-hmm. So are you from Cincinnati? I am from Cincinnati. Okay. Born yeah. and raised. Born and raised. I grew up in Mount Washington. Okay. And I went to Walnut Hills. Yes. And Great then, public school, I yep, hear. It's my, I have a freshman in high school at Walnut. Everyone that I hear it, like talks so highly mm-hmm. of Walnut. It's great. It's yeah. a, it's a melting pot. Yeah. I think that's the best part. It's a melting pot of the whole city. So it, you, yeah. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. so, I mean, we know obviously, and I feel like I can talk on this cause I'm not from Cincinnati. So I'm like removed. Yep. I'm like an outsider looking mm-hmm. in like, obviously the Catholic schools, we know they're good schools, but they're pro- a little homogenous. Yeah. You can fairly say yeah maybe mm-hmm. there's like the sprinkle of the scholarship kids and I also know this because I went to a private school yeah. up north right and it was all the same yeah, no and, that's valid yeah and but it sounds like walnut which is public mm-hmm. but still like great academics but you like get this like you get a feel for a city all different kinds of people yeah. from all walks of life you have the yeah ri- you have the rich kids you have the not rich kids yeah. you have every color, every religion. And so. I feel like that's just really good for yeah, it's important. a high schooler. Yeah, it's yeah. really important. There's no culture shock than when you get to school and you're like, exactly. oh my God, people have different beliefs than I do. Right. Yep. That Crazy. was great. Anyway, that was a tangent. No, no. Um, you went to Walnut. So I went to Walnut. Yep. I went to UC. Okay. I graduated with a degree in marketing. Oh, yeah. Um, I was kind of a product of like, my parents were like, you're going to college. You know, just, I didn't have a choice. You did not have a choice. I did not yeah. have a choice. Um, I had had no idea what I wanted to do. Like most 18-year-olds? Right. <laughs> Seriously. And honestly, to be fair, I was more interested in the party aspect of Oh, yeah. College. Same. Same. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's what I did. So. Every time I would come home, my grandpa, my grandparents pretty much raised me. My grandpa would be like, you know, the party's going to end soon. The party's going to be over soon. When I, you, I'm like. Well, I'm not done. <laughs> I don't know. Are you done? What kind of party you're talking about? But my party <laughs> is still going Same. and has not ended. <laughs> Same. Yes. No. So I, you know, I went to college. I I've always been a really busy person. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have you know my parents helping me out. So I had a job at the Celestial, which I can see yes. now is the view. Yes. Um, but I worked at the Celestial. Then I worked at O'Brien's. Oh, yeah. And then I did. I had, like, a full-time internship at the Crone Conservatory. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. So I think my senior year, I was taking 21 credit hours, an internship, and working, like, 30 hours a week at okay. one of the restaurants. So this is a theme that we're seeing early on in life. Yes. You like I'm to a busy have lady. a lot. You like to, like, have your hands in a lot of different pots. Right. But I didn't yeah. really have a choice back then, either. I needed uh-huh. to have money, so yeah. I had to work. I had to have an internship, but I wanted to do something that interested me. Yeah. So, and then, you know. I had to go to college. Yeah, you had so, to. Uh-huh. Yeah. Stimulation. You like to like have yes, a lot I going like to on. be stimulated. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So then what happens after college? Um, so after college, my husband and I, my I got How married. How did you meet him? Um, he was my best friend's older brother. That's such a good way. Yeah. So we started dating, believe it or not, when I was a senior in high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. That yeah. is so impressive. This is one of those Cincinnati couple stories of legend and lore. Yes. Well, I, you know, we did break up when I was 21. Okay. That's fair. But yeah. I mean, I got a lot of shit for it from a lot of different people. I still do. My father-in-law loves to 
to talk about the time. You dumped my son, you know, like, but. How long was the break? How um, long was it was the about, dumping? it was about a year, a little less than a year. That's a really good time mm-hmm. because if you wouldn't have done that, there might've been a lot of like regret and of like, you're 21. That's such a formative young yeah. age. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to do it at all, that seems to be a good time. And a year is a good Right, and we stayed friends. I approve of the We stayed friends the whole time. He wasn't happy with the fact that, you know, I wanted to split off for a little while. But, you know, we stayed friends. He was never unkind to me ever. He's, like, one of the kindest people. Mm, So, But, um, yeah, so when we got back together... Um, I worked at, I worked at Auto Trader was my first job out of college. Oh, mm-hmm. what did you do for Auto Trader? I would go to the really sketchy independent lots and take pictures and put the pictures in the descriptions of the cars in the magazine. This is what a marketing degree will get you. <laughs> yes. Like, but, this is the kind of jobs that they serve up to absolutely. marketing students that yeah. are graduating. I, I, I know. It was, but honestly, it was so fun. That's great. I could, I could literally go around my territory in like two days if I tried real hard and got all my work done. And, and you just coast the yeah, rest of the time. Yeah, I mean, it was you probably great. got another job, didn't you? No. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I, no, maybe I'd picked up shifts at O'Brien. Still, I possibly okay. still did that. I can't really remember. But um, yeah, it was interesting. And there's like a lot of interesting people that you meet at independent. I'm sure. So I'm sure. Develops personality. Yeah. How mm-hmm. did you get into massage therapy? Where did that? So, come from? well, ma- we moved to Napa Valley. Oh, right after we got he's a chef. pretty pretty quickly after we got married. Okay, that's amazing. Yeah, so he went to the Culinary Institute of America. Um, we both worked. There's a restaurant. There used to be a restaurant at the Culinary Institute of America in Napa Valley. Wow. And we both worked there. I was pregnant, so I I got pregnant uh-huh. pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was young, you know. I was 24 years old. Yeah, that is young these days. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. So um, we lived out there for about 10 months because um, he did more continuing education because he had been cooking for so long. Uh-huh. And so um, yeah, so then we moved back home, and then after you had a ba- after you had a baby. Well, no, mm-hmm. I had the baby back at home. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, you wanted to be home to have the baby. Yeah, so yeah. I was there for I was there about. Between eight and we were there eight and nine, eight to nine months. Yeah, I was very very new pregnant when we moved out. Did you like living out there? I did, but being pregnant out in Napa Valley is yeah, you know, not like the best. But they had really great food. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. You can't even enjoy the. Did you do like the little mouth swish? Oh yeah. No. Yeah. They, you know, it, it's different out there. It's yeah. different out there. It's almost more like European. You know, like yeah. you know, th- there's lots of positivity and modesty you know and just yeah everything you in could moderation have a glass of wine and like yes. enjoy the wine and get the taste and yeah, whatever and not yeah. everybody would agree but that's fine I mean yeah. both my kids are great so you know <laughs> I mean I know nothing about this subject mm-hmm. but the more that I'm taught the more friends that I have that become moms and so mm-hmm. the more women I know who have mm-hmm. gone through this experience a lot of people are like a little bit more leeway with the drinking yeah well and a lot of times too you don't even have taste for it I think we're yeah exactly yeah it's like you're not like looking to get drunk but I feel like at least my generation growing up was like you cannot drink at all during pregnancy yeah and meanwhile our grandparents were drinking scotch every night with you know our parents a martini right yeah yes exactly (laughs) and a cigarette yeah exactly (laughs) yes or a cigar whatever yeah yeah, but um yeah so um so you moved back home from Napa. Yep, we moved back home. My Brad got started at Lavamatic, which was one of the first oh, restaurants. Yes. Yep, one of the first yes. restaurants down and over the Rhine. Yep. And worked with Molly Wellman. Yeah. 
Um, and then, you know, kind of bounced around a little bit and I was home with the baby. Uh Um, I did, I would work at O'Brien's like just to get out of the house, Mm -hmm. but his, his schedule was nuts. And actually when Aiden is my oldest, when he was two months old, Brad left for two months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. To go to New York to get his, um, certified executive chef certification. And that test is like major. It's wow. It takes, it's week. It's a week's long process. So, um, yeah, he was gone for a long time. Was that tough? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Like hindsight looking back, I did it, yeah. you know, and my parents didn't live here and oh. Brad, yeah, my husband's parents were always traveling all over the place. My husband, my, my father-in-law owns Howl at the Moon, which is a dueling piano bar. So they're always yes. traveling. So I didn't have a ton of help. No. Mm-mm, no. And then, um. That is really tough. And yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. And you know, I. I've always been like a caretaker. I've always loved to take care of people and make people feel better and um, always loved anatomy and physiology. Yeah. And I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to try this, you know? And I was in the accelerated program at the Cincinnati school of medical massage. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it for like a month and see how I like it. And I, I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. Wow. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's not as easy as people think. I think it, that it would, is so difficult. Like mm-hmm. I can think of, you know, past partners, right. When you're like, okay, will you like give me a massage? And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to set a timer Yeah, for five minutes or 10 minutes because this is work. <laughs> and it, then I expect the exact, I'm going to set a timer for you to do it to right, me so that right. we get the exact same amount of time. I will say it's, it's different. Hard. It's different with someone on a table. Versus someone sitting on a couch. No, but you're doing it for an hour or, or 90, 90 minutes. Or two hours sometimes. And you have, like, you have to like get in there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I've had some pretty intense massages where I'm like, that was, that was a lot of work for you. That's pretty much what I do. You have I to, don't, yeah. yeah, I don't fuss around. I'm, I get in there. I get in there. Okay, so, so yeah, what's your like style of So massage? I do primarily deep tissue. Deep tissue. Yep. That will fuck you up. So I'm actually in the process of getting my certification in sports massage therapy. That's Um, a specific... Yes. Well, you know, that's kind of what I do already. But to have the certification is kind of... It just seals the deal. You know what I mean? It makes people feel better. We're like, oh, you know, like I'm certified. Just like when you're um, certified in pregnancy massage, which I am. So it's just just important to kind of have that title. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but it, it didn't always start out like that. Okay. So... You know, I was in I was in the program for ten months. Fifty two students started, only fourteen graduated. Wow! And nobody that I worked with is still doing massage. That I went to school with was is doing massage anymore. The lifespan of a massage therapist is short. I mean, it's very physically taxing. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So straight out of school, I worked at Mitchell's. Yeah, and just it's it was. It was great to work there. I think, you know, I know that um, the daughter, Logan, I think, took took over. Um, I think she's great. I've met her a couple of times. But, you know, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. It wasn't fulfilling for me because yeah. people came come in for, like, the luxury of it yes. and, like, birthdays, stuff like that. Yeah. It's like and a once kind of, you're, yeah. you're not seeing repeat clients. I mean, you do, you do get to that point, mm-hmm. but, like, it's just different, you yeah. know? So, um, and my body was just really hurting a lot. Yeah. I, and, and I totally get that. Like, if I want a relaxing self-care kind of massage, mm-hmm. I'm going to go to, like, a Mitchell's. But I have other people that do like, I guess we were talking about sports massage, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to recover. Like I, right. I need my body worked. I need worked on. Right. Right. And I, you know, I had a great mentor, my boss at Mitchell's, he taught me more than anybody 
Um, his name's Jamie. He's still at Mitchell's. But um, he taught, he was like the best mentor I could have ever had. Yeah, so great. got me comfortable working on people's necks because working on people's necks, I think, is the most intimidating for mm. a lot of therapists. Um, so, oh, my God, my neck is. Well, you just come see just, me. I'm going to. I'm going to come eat with you and I'm going to have come have you rub <laughs> yeah, my body down. I know. That's what I'm yeah. going to do. I know. That's what everybody says. They want to take me home in their pocket. Well, I used to play the game all the time with my friends. Like, would you rather have a personal chef or would you rather have a massage therapist? And I'm ding, like, ding, ding. <laughs> you guys both, <laughs> yes. you have it. Yes. So winning. I winning. think that's yeah. what we call winning. Lots of working. Yeah. Lots of yes. working and winning. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, if I was still, I would not be a massage therapist anymore if I worked in that setting. Yeah. It just wouldn't. And And then you have... They make kind of your own schedule. They make your schedule for you. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, Saturdays, you have 10 massages in a right. row. And it's so hard on your body. And then you have to go home to children. Yeah. 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 With a husband that was working, you know, between 80 and 100 hours a week. Yeah. I watched the show The Bear. So. Mm, yeah. I have an idea mm-hmm. of what it's like. Yeah, you know, I feel like if there's any <laughs> any show about, you know, the chef world and the restaurant industry world, I feel like, and my husband thinks so too, if there's any show, if, right. it's Not that, that it's going to be the perfect representation, yeah, but I but think it, is it a good. shines light on how insane it, 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 it is. It is. Environment. It is. Yeah. I think that it. the only thing I would say is that I think it sheds more like uh, it seems like it's very aggressive it's, and people well, that are so show mean is, to yeah, each other. Yeah, that show is aggressive. And it's not like that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves each other still. Right. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. So it's a family. Yeah. It's a family of misfits. Yes. Just, But that's what kind of the show portrays. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Less aggression though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That so, show crazy. Yeah. It, it was crazy, but it's yeah. a little bit spot on. So, um, so, yeah. So then I started working at the chiropractor. Because my body hurt so much that oh. I started going there yeah. to get treatment. And my still boss, who is like my big brother, his, Dr. Iselt, works uh-huh. at he's Mount Lookout Chiropractor. Mount Lookout, yeah. Mm-hmm. I started working there nine years ago. Wow. Yeah. And you do massage? Therapy? I do. So, do yeah. So I started out with them two days a week working on clients. You only work on clients or patients there for like 10 minutes. <clears throat> okay. But you have a direct line from clients that actually need work done that have been in car accidents like stuff like that people that need it like rehabilitation exactly yeah yeah and so that's kind of really when my massage therapy business like really took off you really wanted to help people oh yeah yeah that makes sense yeah so so that's when that's when kind of things really took off for me and then being around those people at the chiropractor everybody's very fit conscious very Mm -hmm. health conscious so being saturated you know in Amongst those kinds of people, you want to, yeah, you want to start doing it too. Totally. So. And so, when did you open your own practice? Um, well, I had a little tiny like studio over on Erie Avenue for a year. I rented from another person. So my father-in-law had a building, a beautiful house in um, Eden Park, and he asked me. He said, "You know, I don't really want to get rid of the building. Do you want to? You want to take over it?" Yeah. And I was like, "Sure." So I spent a long time, about four or five months. Fixing it up yeah. because it needed a lot of work. It was yeah. built in 1895. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So after my year was up at the smaller studio over on Erie Avenue, I moved there. Yeah. And it, was, it just started with me and another Rachel. Uh, Rachel 1 and Rachel 2, Rachel who, was, you know, Rachel who two. was a massage therapist at the chiropractor also. Yeah. It was just she and I. Rachel and Rachel massage therapy. Yeah. And, she, and you know, she was a single mom. And there was, there's an amazing apartment on the third floor that 
I lived in college, yep, yep, which is yep. crazy. <laughs> um, and it was just the two of us, and now there's seven of us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so what does your clientele look like now? What, what are the people coming for you? If people listening are like, is this the kind of massage yeah, therapy well, you know, me? I've met a lot of really amazing people um, through the chiropractor, but also through the restaurant industry. It's kind of, you know, it's everybody knows me at the chiropractor as the Rachel. Oh, you're the Red Feather Rachel. Yes. You know, oh, you're the Duchess Rachel. That's kind of how people know me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I work on a I work on a lot of athletes. Okay, yeah. I work on a lot of coaches. Yes. So uh, people I work... with like repetitive movement patterns. Yeah. Did you see? Do you see a lot of that? Yeah. 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 Everyday mean, people that are everyday working people. Out. Yeah. Uh, people that have been in accidents. Um, the the certification that I want to work on beyond my sports massage therapy certification is oncology. Oh. Because I and and you can do it without being certified again because you can just yeah you know you can know what to do and what to not do. But yeah. I think people want to see the. Of course. Accreditation. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, just like people from all walks, really, but everybody that just needs it. Mm -hmm. And I've become really good friends with a lot of my clients. Yeah. You know? That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I have some clients I've been working on for eight years. Wow. Yeah. I have, oh my God, my, like, I hold a lot of tension in my traps, Mm -hmm. my upper traps. And I recently had just like this, I get this like rod tightness that like goes down my what is this? My left trap. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I mean, it's just like something that I have to constantly have it worked on. Yep. Like That's if I go more, I've probably gone now maybe like three months without a massage, but I usually try to get one like once a month. Yeah. But now I know like I, I and I like feel it like start to like yep. tighten and creep up and. Yeah. And, and I can tell you probably with very much certainty. That's, that's your levator. So it, what is that? It goes up to the base of the skull, uh-huh. but it attaches to the scapula, uh-huh. and it's that it's that muscle that yeah. just likes to get pissed off. It does. Mine you know? does. Mm-hmm. I think I yeah. The it's a very pissy. Mu- it's probably the pissiest muscle in the body. Really mm-hmm. easily aggravated. Easily aggravated. Yeah. Yep. I yep. work on a lot of levators. What do you? Um, is there anything that you can do to prevent it from getting aggravated? I mean, there's all kinds of stretching that you can do. Yeah. But then you know that's where like you know strength training comes yes. into play. Yep. You, the stronger you are, the less likely you are to hurt yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, you know, yep. so that is something that, that I've learned as a therapist and a mom and everything else. Yeah. The stronger I am, the better off I am and the less I get, the I don't get hurt as much. Right. Or feel hurt as much. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that. So when you, well, you are very into strength training. I big am, strength but I, training. but I wasn't up until about six years ago. And what, what were you doing for a workout before? Were you working out before six years Not ago? Really? I Not really. Want, I mean, I was like trying all stupid stuff like spinning and just, it sure. just, it wasn't anything that you, I, I feel like I was suffering to do it. Yeah. You did not enjoy it that yeah. much. And I, and you know, I was, I've never been like a heavy person, but I had definitely gotten to a place where I was just not feeling good about myself. Yeah. I had two kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it it got to a point where I'm like, I got to do something, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, part of the reason why I never did a lot was, um, I, I ended up getting a breast reduction about eight and seven years ago. Yeah. Cause I couldn't do anything. I've had a couple friends that Mm -hmm. just changed their life. Yeah. They felt like they couldn't run. They couldn't wear sports bras. They couldn't couldn't, like found clothes. It was nothing was comfortable. No. Can't do like yoga, or Pilates. Your like boobs are just everywhere. Right, and you yeah. know it's just one of those things where the grass is always greener. You know, like I, oh god, I hated my boobs, and I'm so happy that you know. And it's like 
it seven years go by and you know you fill it out back to your body but yeah. you know it's it's just that back pain is just gone yes. Yeah. And then you're uh, able to do things that, you know, you couldn't before. You right. feel comfortable yep. jumping up and down. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Stuff no, like that in I front of know. people. Yeah. I do yeah. Know. So, so that's when I started. I started at this gym called PT Plus. Okay. It's, um, it is down close to like Lunkin Airport. Okay. Like Arm Leader. Yeah. I started there because my cousin was working out there. And I just remember the first time I walked in, I was so embarrassed. Was, was it a group setting or mm-mm. was it individual? It was individual. Okay. And I worked out with this trainer and I just felt so stupid. Oh, I know. I hate that. I felt so fat and gross and ugly and just like the the trainer was just, you know, probably like, oh my God, this girl's a joke. And he's the nicest guy. He has his own gym now. Super nice guy. And it was all on my Yeah, you were just it was projecting. All me. Yeah. 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 So um, I quit for a little bit. You know, and then I don't know. I just decided to go back. I went back to PT Plus. Yeah. And I worked, I've worked out with a few trainers there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I was, I think I was 33% body fat when I started. I'm probably 20, yeah. one, 22% I mean, body fat now. I mean, it's the thing that's going to mm-hmm. recomp your body. Absolutely. And most. like just the confidence that you get when you get strong and you can do a chin up and a pull up and oh yeah yeah just stuff like that. So yeah. my my trainer now is my fa- he's my favorite. I just I love him so much. He's like my brother. Um, I've been working out with him for like two and a half years now. Okay, and so. you have one on one sessions with him. Yeah, but you know, there's other girls that work out with me. Yeah, and we, but we've all become such good friends. Yeah, so it's so fun oh, to the yeah. point where Keith, my trainer, is like. You got to stop Gavin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We get in trouble all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, I work out with a strength coach. Mm-hmm. So I do one-on-one training and I've been working out with him since 2020. It's so like the last three years. And before that, I was like, <clears throat> like the ultimate group fitness queen. Mm-hmm. I would go to yoga. I would go to kickboxing. I would go to bar. I would go Trying to boot camp. I, yep. Yes. And I, mm-hmm. I, Orange Theory, like ever, anything. And mm-hmm. I was just bouncing around so much. And that's what I did too. And- I, I loved it. I love, like, the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I've always been active from a very young age. Um, y- you know, and, and I was doing it mostly with the intention of, like, I have to be small. I have to be small. I have to be thin. I have to be small. Right. That was, like, why I you was to be strong. working out. Yeah. And so then in 2020, when, the, obviously, the pandemic mm-hmm. hit and everything really shut down, and I was really focused on only doing one type of workout mm-hmm. that I had a digital library access to. Mm-hmm. And because I was so focused in just doing this one type of workout instead of bouncing around and trying all these different modalities, I noticed that I got stronger. Like oh, yeah. I, you know, I was doing one thing consistently where I was like, I was using 15 pounds here and now I'm using 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it was just like this, like so good. something like, because when you're doing and bouncing around, you know, you hit, and it's all cardio based. So let's be real. Like it's all like high elevated heart rate, whatever mm-hmm. it is that you're doing. So you really just like kind of hit this cardio threshold mm-hmm. and you're not like really getting better after a certain period of time, right? You're just oh, yeah. like, you're hitting that, that And cardio, cardio can only take you so far. Oh like, God. It's the I strength mean, training. Well now yeah. at 35, I'm paying right. for the damage I did in my twenties with like yeah. metabolic dysfunction and mm-hmm. stress levels are thrown off. My adrenals are fatigued, you know, yeah. all of that I'm yeah. now... It will catch up to you. Right. It will catch up to you. No one is immune to it. Yeah. Um, 
but so then when I, you know, kind of had that fierce feeling of like, oh my God, I could get stronger. Cause I think I had a thought in my head too, of like, I'm already really strong. I'm already really fit. Like what, you know, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yeah. I can like kill an orange theory class. Like right. I'm good. Yeah. And then, and then you get proven wrong. And like humble. Always, yeah. Well, and there's no, there's no finish line to no. fitness. No. You can always be better. Yeah. You know, so. Right. But that feeling of getting stronger was just like, oh, oh my yeah. God, there's, mm-hmm. there's a whole new world that I have not tapped into. Mm-hmm. And this, and so then I went, of course, like down the rabbit hole and it was just all of this information about how good strength training is for you mentally, physically, for your bones, for your metabolism, for your tissue, like for your sleep, everything. Yeah, for your mental health. Yeah, Ev- all of it. Everything. All of it. Yep. And I've never looked back. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. And I always encourage people to like, you know, I think people give up a lot because they get embarrassed. Yeah. And they feel like they're not as good as the person next to them. And they don't know the people that they like are that are in the gym with them. And it takes it takes a long time to get there. It does. And I'm it's an it's totally intimidating. If you're mm-hmm. not working with a coach yeah. specifically, or you're not kind of going to some kind of group setting mm-hmm. where you can learn how to properly lift. Like Ex- yeah, with, to have someone telling good you and form. watching you. Yeah, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Or that you even know to like go into, like I belong to the YMCA. You, th- for someone to just walk into a YMCA and be like, I'm going to start lifting weights. I could never do that. How, I mean, like yeah. how, truly, like how would you even know where to start? I mean, I guess you could go on YouTube, you, you know, find a program or, or whatever. Like there's resources out there that can help you. But it is one of those things where like, you need help. It's yeah. not something that you can just kind of walk. No. Like, like running, you could just go out and run. Right. But- but that's also how injuries occur. Yeah. And that's where I come in. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that's why I think as long as I'm able, I will have a coach. Yes, I want me too. somebody watching me. It also holds you accountable. So oh, yeah. everybody finds their own kind of fitness niche. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's the heavy weightlifting. Yeah. And the coaching. Yeah. And the camaraderie that I've developed at the gym that I've that yeah. I'm at. I love that gym. Yeah, yeah. That, that's how I am too with with my gym people mm-hmm. and my gym community. And I'm, we're actually on a little bit of a hiatus right now because my trainer is moving spaces and kind of doing this whole oh, new gotcha. thing, which is amazing. And yeah. like, we're so excited, but there's like the build out mm-hmm. of that gym yeah. that has to happen. So we're probably looking at like maybe four to six weeks. Okay. Of that transition period. not having yeah. a space. And so he's sending us workouts. He's sending his clients workouts. Gotcha, yeah. And again, I belong at the Y. You can't I, wait. I have the, I have the workout. I know what to do. I know. I mean, these moves, like I, I'm an experienced weightlifter at this point. Mm-hmm. It is not fun. I know. It is really not. I have to dig the deepest piece of my like self-motivation mm-hmm. to be like, you have to go do this workout. Yep. Yep, you have to, and that's where you have to kind of hold yourself accountable. Uh, you have to. So, but it actually will. You'll and learn, it's not forever. No. Yeah. And you'll learn a lot. And you know, one of the reasons why uh, all of us at the gym that I'm at are so close, I feel like, and I hope my trainer won't mind me talking about this, but he um, he went he had cancer last year, oh. so he was out for about eight weeks. Yeah. Uh, maybe a little bit longer than that, but. He was still sending us our workouts. I mean, he's like, I know he's amazing. Like he really is. He, I, I don't like to say that to his face, you know, cause we're, we're like, we like the, like the sibling rivalry kind oh, of like yeah, relationship, okay, you know, okay, okay. but we all became so close and then, but you had to kind of, you had to show up at the gym for yourself yep. because he wasn't there to hold you accountable. Right. But it, there were other trainers there helping him out. 
So the whole community of the gym came together. That's so amazing. Yeah, that's it's really such great. A good, like special thing to be a part yes, of. It really is. It really yeah. is. And I and you know, as long as that gym's open, I'll be there. Yeah. So well, that that's it right there. That's what every new studio, new gym, mm-hmm. like that is what they're trying to create for their clients. Yeah. Is that longevity of this is like, yeah, these so are my fun. people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, these are my mm-hmm. people. Yep. That's and we've really done cool. tough mutters together. Oh, we've done yeah. like half marathons together. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's so fun to like go oh, do yeah. those things with your fi- I've done similar like fitness yeah. competitions. It's a shared things. experience. Yes. So. And you're like suffering together and you like come out on uh-huh. the other side together. Yeah. It's so fun. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so my, same here. Same. So fun. Yeah. So the strength training also has just, I'm so much stronger. So that has helped me. Yeah. Well, that's helped me become really good at deep tissue. Yeah. With my grip strength and able to work on professional athletes and stuff like that. So again, another reason why I, if I hadn't brought that kind of fitness into my life, I probably still wouldn't be doing massage therapy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about the restaurant side. You kind of mentioned before we started talking mm-hmm. that you feel like you have kind of two very distinct Rachel's. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, people's, <laughs> yeah. personas. We'll so say that. I always feel like I have a fork in my road yeah. and I, I struggle with it, but I, I think I'm coming to more of like a, it's, it's becoming more and more clear to me, but you know, massage therapy is a peaceful kind of part of my life. Yeah. I like know. Fi- kind of like the fitness world, massage yeah. therapy, like people being It's peaceful. Calm. And I make people, everybody loves me because I'm of making them feel better. Of course. You know what I mean? And yeah. in the restaurant industry, it's different. Oh, yeah. You have to bend over backwards and then people still cannot be happy. No. But then you also see people celebrate engagements and baby showers and wedding showers, you know, so you do get to see that fun part and, you know, owning a restaurant, you know, a good way for me to put when I worked at the Celestial is when I first got into like fine dining, Uh it's like throwing a party every night. Yeah. And you have to come in with that same enthusiasm every Every, night. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, when you're understaffed, when someone didn't show up for work, when the cook is late, whatever. Literally every story underneath the sun. Nothing surprises me. Yeah. Nothing. I know. And My mom works in the restaurant industry as well. As oh, like really? Man, yeah. Like GM over um, restaurants and has worked in like food yep. and beverage her whole life. So, mm-hmm. like, I it's a lot. have heard the stories. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot of lessons. It's a lot of self awareness. It's a lot of self reflection. Um, and a know. lot of just work. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's not it's it, it's not a job where you're going in and you're sitting down and you're yeah. like focused on one like you are up and you are moving and it is like a constant right yeah and you know I used to do a lot more in the restaurants but you know over the last like couple years like I can't empty my cup out completely no you know I can't have the massage therapy business work at the chiropractor you know be the be landlord. mom yeah, yeah be a mom be a landlord to six other people have two restaurants you know I have to no. <laughs> I, you know and I've learned My head that started spinning just when you started talking about yeah that. and I really learned that last year mm. I just I kind of was going in a tailspin yeah you know I wasn't making good decisions mm. um just you know um I was letting people down and then I'm like you know what I have to kind of stop myself. So I still go into the restaurants quite a bit. And I, you know, I, I like to have a presence there. But right now I feel like the whole th- massage therapy is like your focus. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and it's 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 hard to work with your husband, although we have a great time. I want to ask about that. So yeah. I mean, even, okay, so you've been dating since you were seniors mm-hmm. in high school and you work with this person. Yeah. And we've worked together a lot. Like, you know, we've, we've been together, God, wow, 17. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm 40. A long time. Yeah. So, but you know, um, my husband is 
um, you know, there's a lot of chefs that are like loud and, you know, outspoken and stuff. My husband's not really that. He's mm-hmm. kind of like the opposite. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's a little bit more introverted. To get to know Brad, you have to work with him or cook yeah. with him because oh. that's oh my gosh, I love that. Yeah, like so, that's how that's how he comes out. Exactly. That's how you get to know him. And some people are like, oh my god, I don't think he likes me. I'm like, no, that's not it. He's just in his head. Yeah. He's just in his head. He's very focused. He's got a hundred million different things going on. Yeah. But if you really want to get to know him. Kind of get dirt, get in the yeah. the ditch with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Yep. yep. So, but um, I love that. I do a lot of events with him. We do private dinners together. We have a good time together, you know. But it, I think there's a balance that you have to find when you're married to somebody, right? Like, how how do you find that? Of like, okay, you're parenting, you're trying to be like intimate partners together, right? And you're running multiple yeah. businesses, and the, and the, and when you work together too much. It's all you end up it's talking about. It's all work. Yeah. yeah. It's all I you end up imagine. talking about. And then you bicker and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you can't like leave that like business role to like be like, okay, we're in the home now. Right. Right. <laughs> like, so yeah, it's, it's just, it's, and it's, and it's, it'll never, it'll never be perfect. No. It always ebbs and flows. Yeah. But you just kind of have to just find this balance as you can. You know, I mean, when Red Feather opened, I had a four day old baby. I mean, it was, it was crazy. I mean, I was nine months pregnant upholstering bar stools mm-hmm. and bumping people in the head with my belly. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's a crazy, it's crazy, you know? So in a way I I'm, I'm thankful that I have my own individual, my own thing Yeah, that yeah. brings me that peace and calmness that I really yeah. need. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then the gym, it's like kind of, it just kind of flows into that. Yeah. And then the restaurant is like crazy. Yeah. But it sounds like you must, you must work, decently well together for you to do it for that long oh sure like you're having fun yeah, yeah. and yeah, you know yeah. I've met a lot of really amazing people that are super supportive like Molly Wellman is yeah. a, such a good friend of mine she's so sweet um you know I'm not a thick-skinned person mm. I get my feelings hurt very easily yeah. um and when you're an owner of a restaurant oh, you're blamed Yelp comments you're blamed Google for everything yeah. we're always the bad guys you know it's it's not it's not fair so i've found a lot of support in other women that are in the industry yeah and other you know other men too but molly wellman Brittany ruby oh yeah ivy bear is the publisher for cincinnati magazine we've yeah. kind of formed a little bond the four of us and yep. i've met so many awesome people in the industry in I am affiliated in the industry, so there's that. But it's also just, like, friendships that yeah. have, like, formed kind of organically, which is sounds, so nice. It sounds like community is really important to yeah. you. Yes. Like a pillar of, like, what oh, you yeah. need to... I need, I need a... That's I need how a, I am, too. I need a herd. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how I am, too. I know mm-hmm. that not everyone is like that, or maybe the significance or the importance has varying degrees. Mm-hmm. But I'm someone who, if I have, like, a good community around, I'm go- I can get through anything. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm good. People ask me, like, what do you like most about Cincinnati? I'm like, the community that mm-hmm. I have here. Like, I, you know, the yeah, place. And we, and we all need our alone time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Totally. But I thrive off of relationships me with too. other people. Me and, too. And um, I love people. Me and too. I love being with people. And obviously, I love touching people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and feeding also people. Me too. You yeah. know? So, I mean, I, I just really, I enjoy being around people in forming relationships. It's really important to me. Yeah. So, and I, I definitely have a big personality. And my husband does too, but he's just quieter about it. 
Yeah. But that's how it works. Okay, well, let's talk about your big claim to fame. Oh, guys, grocery games. Guys, grocery games. Oh, my God. A winner. What year was this? Uh, I think it was 2018. Okay. So, like, yeah. five years ago? Yeah. Maybe it was uh-huh. 2017. It all blends together. Yeah. So, we had another restaurant in Clifton. Okay. Called Postmark. It was right there by the Esquire. Yep. Um, it got number one best new restaurant. Uh, yeah, in like 2017, I guess. Yeah. So when Cincinnati Magazine published that, it was so, I was at the chiropractor when we got the magazine, and I had no idea. My husband didn't know, and I flipped. It was a surprise. Well, it, I went to like it was like number ten, and I'm like, where is it? Like number nine, number eight, number seven, number six. You're I'm thinking like, like, oh, we oh didn't my make god, the we didn't list. get it, and then it was number one. I was like, what? I was working at the chiropractor. Wow. So I call my husband and I'm like, we got number one. That is such a crazy feeling. Yeah, I'm it was sure. so crazy. And, um, but he, my husband's a big guy. He's like six, three, his football kind of build, you know, big dude. Yep. And they, he took this picture. He had his arms crossed like this and he went through this beard phase. Thank God he's out of it. But he had this <laughs> long, almost like a duck dynasty beard. Yeah, got it. <laughs> and he looked really scary and he he's not, scary. he's not scary at all. He's like, He's a huge teddy bear. Yeah. But um, I think it caught somebody's eye in the th- Food Network because oh. he did. He looked, he looked scary. I wish I had Like a, a person that I like know. you want to like create a little character around yeah. that'd be good on TV. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So my husband is not very, um, he has no interest in social media. Okay. He just doesn't like it. Gotcha. Which Good for him. Good for him. Social media is is like very toxic. It can be great, but it can also be extremely toxic. You've got it. So I had the producer reach out to me on Facebook Messenger. And his name was Cody. He was super nice. And we just got to chatting back and forth. And he's like, yeah, we really want Brad to be on the show. Um, He's got this, 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 this episode coming up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then, I don't know, like a week later, he messaged me. He's like, hey, would you want to be on... Would you want to be on the show? Actually, I think he called my husband and said, would Rachel want to be on the show? And Brad was like, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know my wife and I yeah. gotta say yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were pitted up against, you know, other, other couples. couples. Mm-hmm. And so we flew out Halloween weekend. Where did you fly to? LA? Uh, San Francisco. Okay. And then we got driven to Santa Rosa. Okay. And like. We weren't allowed to see where the studio was or anything like that. We stayed in um, a hotel, and, like, the whole time, I was, like, scoping out the bar. I'm like, where are the other couples? Yeah, right, like, right, I right. Like, I was so nervous. And my husband's been on TV and, like, you know, done, like, news demos and stuff like that. So he's pretty comfortable, comfortable. in front of the camera. I'm like... I just, I'd never yeah, you been don't, on... You don't, you don't know how you're going to be, right? Yeah, if you're, you're, like, on a TV show. Yeah, a TV show. A yeah. full... TV a show. Full TV Food show. Network TV show. Yeah. So we filmed for 17 hours. Holy shit. Yeah. And it was a, what's a half an hour? No, it's an hour long show, I think. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, 17 hours. Um, Did you get like hair and makeup done? What'd they do for you? They, they make you really. feel like a star. No, now I, when I look, <laughs> did you watch the episode? No, I didn't. You, you have to, all, it's it's on. You, yeah, I can watch you can. It? It's called Cooking Couples. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm going. To and you know, now that I look at, it, I'm like, God, why did I wear that? You know, yeah. like. <laughs> but it was so much fun. Um, guy Fieri was such a nice. He's a very nice guy. Very business, but nice. And I'm I'm a goofball, so I think that he recognized my goofballness. Um, and yeah, but we won. 
And what did you have to do? What was like the main, what's the challenge? So there were, you know, we, you don't really know, right? Like when you get there, but the first one was that we had to come up with a Sunday night dinner. Okay. So, but, but guy always, guy always throws little, a, little a curve digs ball. in, yeah, yeah. curveball in there. So the first one was I had to do all the shopping. For the dinner. For the dinner. He was for the cook. Sunday night dinner. Yeah. And Brad had to write everything down on a dry erase board. Okay. And he has awful handwriting. Oh, of course. So I could read a few things here and there. And I literally just like, my dad used to make this dish called sticky chicken. Uh-huh. And it kind of. And you of, don't know. So you are like fully like, we don't know what's going to happen. We are showing up. They tell you on TV what the thing oh, yeah. is and like you're off. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Literally anytime we had a break, I ran to the bathroom. I felt like I was going to pee my pants the whole entire show. <laughs> I really did. But I, you know, I mean, I was so nervous. But so I zoomed around that and it is like, a, it is a full grocery store. Like a store. grocery store. Mm-hmm. Oh, and- there's nothing worse than being in a grocery store where you don't know where things are. Oh. Because my grocery store, I know, I have a route. Yeah. I have a tread Same. route that I Same. know where everything that I get is. And it was like but every chef's dream. Store. I mean, it was anything you could imagine. And the good, the, the really great part that a lot of people don't know how charitable Guy is. So it's a full restaurant or um, grocery store, sorry. And every time produce and meat and all that stuff were ready to go, he, don't, he donates it all. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, so it's wonderful. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I, I got through the I got through the grocery store f- with in four minutes. Wow. Yeah, all the other contestants took like at least double. You know. Wow. I'm quick. You know, I know when to be quick. I know when to be fast. So we did that challenge like lights out, super easy. Yeah. You know, we won that no problem. And then, and then they decided to not eliminate anybody. So then the You're second like, round, <laughs> yeah, the second round was a wedding dinner. And, but it had to be something old, something new, something, something borrowed, something, something blue. blue. <laughs> and the borrowed was a grocery cart that Guy filled up with random ingredients. And that's what we like look through and like that's what we had to pick through. And that's actually what won us the show. Like what, what won did us. you make? So he put a kombucha squash. Uh-huh. It's like kind of like an acorn squash. Yeah. But my husband knew that if you can really get that to cook, it's actually really delicious. Yeah. And it can um it can ad- ad- like adopt flavors that you put mm. with it. Mm-hmm. Not like tofu, but like it really picks up flavors. Yes. So we did a dry aged steak. Ooh. So that was the old. Oh. And we did baby new potatoes. Oh, That's the new. Yes. And we did blue cheese, like a blue cheese demi demi gloss. Oh, you know, yeah. I might be I mean, some people are gonna hear this and be like, she doesn't know what she's I mean, talking about. I mean, I I mean I'm yeah. listening and that sounds great. Yeah, and I, I mean I was very upfront with the producer. I don't I'm not a cook. Like I could the make, other couples also chefs? Um yeah, so the the one couple, both of them were well versed in cooking one was a chef but the uh, the wife was very very well versed and then there was another couple was two women and the one yeah the one woman literally didn't cook okay <laughs> yes so you probably had the perfect balance yeah like, he knows what he's doing so you trust to know but like you have been around enough i've been around it enough you can like yeah, yeah. support yourself yeah totally yeah. yeah so um but yeah so th- we did that with but we did our wedding dinner so it was steak uh crab leg you know, like the speared asparagus on yeah. top and yes, all that stuff. Like, course. you know, so, so yeah, we did that. And then I remember I, I went to stick all the vegetables in the oven and I 
kissed the top of my forearm. Ooh. And those ovens are set at like 650. Oh. Yeah. And I did not say a word. Because if you said that you were hurt. They're going to stop it. Yep. And I just was like, I'm just not, I'm not going to say it. But I had, yeah, I, I burned myself bad. And we finished, we finished in the 30 minutes that you had. Because you get 30 minutes. Wow. I didn't say anything. And then the cameraman came over and saw my arm. And he's like are you okay? And I was like, well, maybe I need to go, you know, see somebody. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, they bandaged me up and then, you know, I mean, we didn't know if we were going to win or not. We, we really weren't sure. Yeah. Um, but we did, we ended up winning. What did you win? Uh, well, you have to do the final, the final round, which is the, which is this like the supermarket oh, sweep? Oh, okay, okay, yes, yes, oh, okay, yeah. So, oh my god, yeah. So we had to do the supermarket sweep. That's super intense. Again, felt like I was going to pee in my pants every thirty seconds, but we got it all. Um, and yeah, we won twenty thousand dollars. Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. That is so cool. That's such an amazing story. Yeah, but then you know, so. Santa Rosa is only thirty minutes away from Napa, uh-huh. and we had never been back to Napa. So we were able to like make one more night out of it and we drove to Napa the next day and spent the night out there. And we went to um, a restaurant in Napa. It's called Auberge de Soleil. It's probably yeah. one of the best restaurants yeah. in Napa. And yeah, I've heard. Um, we splurged, you know, we just of splurged course. and decided we were going to get like a nice bottle of wine and, you know, the tasting menu, all that stuff. And it was crazy. So when the maitre d' came over, I was finishing up my last bite. I bit down and I bit into a piece of stainless steel from the stainless steel brushes. And as the maitre d' is asking me how everything was, I literally pulled it out of my mouth. And I was like, oh, oh, he was mortified. I mean, could you just die? Yeah. Well, he this is like the, the entire dinner. Fine dining. Yeah. He comped the whole thing. And it was like wow. well over it. Like it was probably like a thousand dollar meal. Yeah. And we're like, With wow, we won twenty one thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. So you had a, the a uni- the universe looking out for you then. That I know. Well, and like thank God great... I didn't swallow that, you know. Yeah. But you know, it happens. Uh, yeah, I was eating at a Waffle House one time. Slightly mm-hmm. different vibe, but there was I found a key, a, a key that you to whatever it was baked into my waffle. Right. Oh my God. A full key. I like told whoever was working there. I'm like, uh, there's a I'm... key in my waffle. And they're like. We've been looking for that. Somebody, I was going to say, somebody's been looking for that key. I'm like, awesome. So oh, they, yeah. you know, they ended up comping the meal too, but they took the waffle away and they didn't give me another one. And I was like, can I get another waffle? Oh, At least. Like, I mean, you know. That's why I'm here. Right. Please. Yeah. So when that happened, it's, I mean, it's human error. I but know. you have to make it right. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. so, Poor so yeah, soul. he was, oh, he was mortified. But I'm like, you know what, if it's going to happen to anybody. Let it happen to us. Right, because you understand. Because we know. And, yeah. You know, it just, it's not. And you had the whole meal with no, like, amazing, yeah. delicious experience. Yeah. And just the last one. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Wow. So, but <laughs> it was really great. It yeah. was really great. Well, and the other thing, too, is, so I had had a client the day before we flew out for California. And when I got done working on him, he was like, oh, yeah, I think I'm working on a little bit of a cold. And I'm like, Really? Please do not get me sick. And I think I, you know, those emergencies. Yes, of course. I think during the show, I think I drank four or five of them because I could feel it. Yeah. The more, next morning I woke up, I had no voice, none. It was completely gone. Yeah. And I had like a full fledged. Yeah. There are a lot of guardian angels around you at that time. I know. I know. What was going on But I'm on also then? like at my client, like, why would you come here yeah. if you don't feel good? 
you know? So anyway. Anyway, that's a really good story. Mm -hmm. That's great. What's it like to live with a husband that is like an amazing chef? Is he cooking all the time or is he like, I'm so tired from work. I don't want to come home. He wants to cook all the time. All the time. It's literally. This is his art. This is what he does. So people love going on vacation with us because when we go on vacation, he cooks everything. And I love his cooking and he gets mad at me when I say this, but I don't care. He is used to people coming upstairs from the dishwashing room at the restaurants to grab the dishes, and pots and pans. Of course. Well, not at home. <laughs> He's yeah, I got so, it. So, <laughs> um, and my version of clean is different than his version of clean. Sure. Um, I mean, he literally gets out every pot and pan we own. Uh huh. Not that's not true. He's going to get mad at me for saying that. No, but but, but we we all know mm-hmm. the people that when they cook, it's a disaster. Or like when I cook, I'm like cleaning as as I I go. go. Yes. 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 And he he likes to think that he cleans as he goes. And sometimes he does. And maybe in his mind he does. Yeah. But it's just not the same. Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he cooks all the time. All the time. And, you know, we've got one son. My 14-year-old is ramen noodles, mac and cheese. It breaks my husband's heart. Oh, yeah. He's very picky. Oh, oh my God. That is like the worst thing. Yeah. Like carrots (sighs) are his... I, the, that's a vegetable pickles you know that's it my nine-year-old literally anything you put in front of yeah, him okay. he'll eat it at least we got one yeah. yeah i mean his favorite after school snack is smoked oysters okay i'm not even kidding and um don't think you are yeah no <laughs> that's so amazing. he'll eat anything so it's great we have we kind of have like you know two completely opposite kids yeah. you know yep so Funny but how that works but out. my oldest helps out a lot um he's been helping more and more and it's really great because again that shared experience with Brad is how you yeah, bond. That's how you, yeah, yeah. That's how you get to know. So him. Aiden and Brad really bond with each other when they get to do those kinds of things. Yeah. So it's yeah. nice. That's really nice. Uh huh. Yep. Okay. Let's talk about self-care. We've just talked about all of the many roles and hats that you mm-hmm. wear. How do you ensure you're taking care of yourself so that you can show up as, you know, all I those think different it's, people? I think it's something that I'm still discovering. Yeah, of course. We all we all are. And it changes all the time. Mm-hmm. This yeah. season, this self-care practice really did it for me. Yeah. Now, yeah. I need something different. Well, like going to the gym. Yes. I mean, listen, it's not cheap. No. But it is something that I afford. Mm-hmm. I have to I have to do it. So yep. it is something that is very important to me that that is something that I'm going to pay for. Yeah. Yeah. Um my relationships with my friends Yep. is so important to me and for me to go out to dinner and have girl time. Oh yeah. And I go on trips with my girlfriends. Yes. Like I have to do that. I actually just got back from a wellness retreat in St. Lucia. Oh my God. Tell me more. <sighs> a wellness retreat in St. Lucia. What? H- I how, just got back. How long? How long? Um, I was there for five days, but really four because the travel, you what know. What did you do? Who put this on? How do we know about it? Oh, how do I so do it's it? So called, it's called Body Holiday. Body holiday. Oh yeah, listen, it's I'm telling you, I'm like you. salivating. I mean, it's right now. it was it was pretty crazy. So I went with a good friend of mine who is going through a divorce. Oh, great! And a friend of mine from the gym uh-huh. who I have been friends with for a year and a half, but it's like we've been yep, it's like we've been best friends for such a long time. Yep, I love her so much. Um, she was going to go by herself. And I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't go by yourself. And then oh. as time kept going on, she's like, yeah, I kind of wish somebody was going to go with me. And I might just turn 40 in July. I really wanted a Vespa, and my husband would let me get one. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to St. Lucia. Yeah. <laughs> Good trade-off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so we – it's body holiday, so it's an all-inclusive resort. Okay. It's gorgeous. But it's – everything's included, including the workouts. 
and it's everything, kickboxing, water aerobics, volleyball, yoga, Pilates, literally anything. And there's things- Do they have you, like a schedule each day that you can decide what you want to do? So there's do? these two huge chalkboards in front of the, the one of the restaurants. Yes. Um, and every single day. So it's like the, that day and then the following day. Okay. So and you know it's written you, down. Yeah. Yep. And you just jump in. You just jump in. And it included a massage or a facial or whatever every single day. Every single day. So a spa treatment. Every I got day. a massage every single day. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. It was. It you was. You just choose whatever activities you want to do. You're in a uh-huh. beautiful place. You can lay. You can probably eat good food. And the and food you can get, was amazing. Yeah. And you can get a spa treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got. You know. I and I. I actually tried an abdominal massage. A what? Abdominal. Ab- abdominal massage. How was that? You know, I wanted to try it because any kind of massage, like I'm interested, I want to know, like I want to know about it, you yeah. know? Um, was it kind of like a lymphatic? Kind like a of. gut, like were they? It was, it was weird at first. So you go into this room and it's this woman, like thank God most of the therapist, I mean, I feel more comfortable like with yeah. that kind of thing, like yeah. be having, you know, a woman. Yeah. But um, yeah, she was just kind of grabbing my obliques yes. almost and pulling it but like she's like oh you had the big breakfast I'm like oh my god okay. no I didn't yeah. <laughs> yeah. like well I don't know you're getting in there yeah. so probably but I mean and it was like 40 minutes I think I was in another universe like really put, I mean it was awesome it was awesome did you see a difference in your abdomen like before and after have you seen lately like those this is kind of gaining popularity like those lymphatic drainage massages Mm -hmm. that like are like almost body sculpting because they're like moving they're moving fluid and like the stored all that stuff Uh is like loosening and they're getting that out was it like that i felt great yeah i felt i mean wow the whole thing was amazing i know so you're already like in a good so like and and i also did um I, i did another retreat in Jamaica called Go Natural Jamaica and that was much stricter so okay. that was like vegan you ate what the chef made you okay you slept in not very luxurious but it was fun it didn't matter kind of like in, camp yeah camp. yeah it was camp I love camp yeah and it was yoga it was a yoga retreat I this is on my vision Ooh. board for the coming year I really want to do some kind of wellness retreat yeah like some sort that I was, don't know what that looks like yet, but I really want to that. Do was that was a really great trip. That was that literally like it would be so much fun. Yeah. Were no, you, did you drink at all? Nope, no drinking. No drinking. But see, in St. Lucia, you could. So yeah. it's kind of like, you know, that was yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Yeah, like, but the Jamaica trip was right before COVID hit. Literally, when we um, got off the plane, people were all married wearing masks and we're like, what is going what's on? What's going on? We wear yeah. those. And then, and then everything <laughs> shut down. Yeah. So it was kind of a like, treat that I, you know, but it was a very therapeutic. So I really like to go on like adventures where I don't really know what I'm signing myself up for. Yeah. Um, I went with my cousin on that and I met 13 other women and we're all still friends. I love that. Yeah. I would like to do something too where it's like a, almost like a, I don't know, some, some like panels or you hear women speak or there's mm-hmm. like group discussion, like mm-hmm. the talking portion and the physical portion. I think I would like a little mixture of both. Oh yeah. Which oh, I know yeah. they But I mean, them. we did two hours of yoga every morning. Yes. And then we did yoga. So then you can, you know, eat like whatever. And then you do like, you know, sort of like, um, therapy sessions with everybody yeah and then you did another hour and a half of yoga at night wow yeah and it was it was great so you like yoga obviously or were you like like into you yeah yeah I like anything I mean and I did I do need to do more yoga but again that's where you're it's 
you're it's never going to be done. Like, I know. There's always different avenues that you're going to be there's able to come into. There's never enough time. No. Like you, yeah. But it's all about trying new stuff. Yeah. Being open to it and not scared. Yeah. Because if you get scared, you're not going to do anything. Right. You know? No, that sounds good. That sounds like a really good self-care practices. Yeah. Like, you really know how to take care of yourself. I try. Well, I try. And, you know. Yeah, I, you have to try. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, everybody goes through. Like, I went through a period where, like, oh, I'm going to have wine every night. Sure. Because that's, that's how I'm taking. But I yeah. wasn't taking care of myself. Yeah, and that moment maybe you thought you thought you were, right. but then long term, or maybe you're just like you do realize that like okay, maybe that was self care in that moment. I needed it in yeah. that moment, yeah. and now I'm in a place where I can see I don't need it anymore. Right, right, and that's where I'm at right now. Yeah, so going to bed is more self care. Yes. Getting that sleep that I need yes. is better than that glass of wine or three. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm I. So, I mean, I love to drink. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a very social drinker. I'm a social, I have a great yeah. time. I'm mm-hmm. a fun drunk. I don't get sick. I don't get hungover. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm good. You don't get out of control. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, same. But I took this year pretty much off from drinking. Mm-hmm. So I went January to the end of June without having good anything for you. to drink. That's awesome. And now since then, I've like slowly kind right. of started to, but I'm just now so much more intentional. Mm-hmm. Like, it's got to be like, okay, this is a fun time we are like you know Mm -hmm. this is really going to add to my experience Mm -hmm. and then I will drink Mm -hmm. but not but not so much anymore of like oh we're just going out and we're like going to be hanging out and like well I already know that I've gone six months and I can hang out and I can go out to the bars and I can still have fun with everyone and I don't need this like one or two drinks because you think one or two drinks but like alcohol is just not good for you no so it makes you feel like crap it just, does. It just makes you feel like crap. And the you, sleep is not good. No. But I'm not a person that I know that is going to be like, I'm done drinking because mm-hmm. I do enjoy it. So, yeah, same. Yeah. I mean, God, I'm in the restaurant industry. Right, exactly. You know, and that's a, that's a big that's a big thing to fall into in the restaurant industry. Yes. And one thing I'm really thankful for, my husband, my husband's not a big drinker. Yeah. So I've never had to worry about that with that's him. That's good. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, sometimes we think things are good for uh, for us and they're really not so they're really not. in hindsight like life is just all about being able to look back at yourself and be like you know what that wasn't really a great thing that you did no. or that wasn't really good for you but like you said if it gets you in that moment yeah when we know better we do better right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what does being fit mean to you um being fit to me is being strong yeah I love being strong and I am strong what's your favorite like move in the gym where do you um, feel the strongest? What, what are you so doing? So I'm really upper body. Upper okay. body strength is a big thing for me. I mean, I was doing, I remember I thought I was such a hot shot when I was doing like 15 pound dumbbells and now I'm up to like 35, 40. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. So I mean, I'm, and I never thought in a million years I'd be able to do a chin up or a pull up and I can do that. Yep. You know, I mean, it's not easy. That's, but. that's interesting to hear because like a lot of women would not say upper body, I don't think. Cause we know we just tend to not have as much strength in our upper bodies, but that's really fucking cool. Yeah. And I mean, I'm strong. My legs are strong, but oh, I yeah. have a, I have a fear. So back squats are my biggest um, thing. I need. I still need to overcome. Yeah. But what I love about Keith is that he he doesn't push me to the point where I feel scared. And you don't want to be scared with the bar no, on your back. Like, no. And there's so many exercises that you can do that are going to target the same muscle. That's like, let's not push it if we don't yeah. have to push that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like feeling that weighted down. Yeah. And maybe it's because. 
I get that way in my head. Yeah. So there's that added, you know what I mean? Because I have a lot on my mind, a lot. Of yeah. Time, you know what I mean? But um, have you ever tried? I don't know if he has this type of bar, but it it almost looks like you're in like a yep. gallow and you yep. hold the. Yep, I does do that. that feel better? Yeah, to it you? does feel better. That feel be- feels better to me too. It feels yeah. more sturdy. Yeah, yeah. But then there's like the hack squatting and stuff like that that you can do. Like, but so he's very he's really good at figuring out other ways. For me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he respects that fear. Yeah. that I have. You know, yeah, and I am. I'm 40, so I want to be careful. You don't have to back squat to be right. fit. You don't right. have to do it. Right, yeah, but, you know, being strong and not wafy is yeah. really important to me. Um, I also like being fit is being mentally fit. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. You know, and I see it, th- I go to therapy. I mean, it's you know, therapy is also another self-care thing, right? Yes. And yes. it's becoming yes, 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 more yes. popular, but, like, it's still something that pe- a lot of people find is a weakness. Oh, you see a therapist? Like, well, everybody should see a therapist. Everyone should. I I started therapy last year, and it's really, I mean, totally revolutionized the way I think about myself and the relationship that I have with myself. Mm -hmm. But I can understand, too, because for so long I was like, I need to go, I want to go to therapy, I need to go to therapy. But we don't make it easy for people to find therapists and get access to therapists. Like, that process is tricky and difficult. And you almost just want to be like, who do you go to? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you, we want that, like, referral. Right. Because it's tough. Or, and, like, I, you know, started out with a therapist that I didn't really love it. I didn't really love. And, you know, I went through it for a while. I tried to make it work. And I was like, yep. I'm getting stuff out of it. It's not by any means a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. But then I, like, came to the therapist I'm with now. And I was like, oh. Right. Like, this is. Well, and just it to takes have some a, time. Yeah. To, yeah. Well, yeah. And a fresh ear. Yeah. That has no no opinion about one thing or another because they no, don't know. They so don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, um, during the pandemic, I went and got, I got screened for ADHD. Oh. And I kind of always figured that I was. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. And I tested in the 94th percentile for ADHD. And when I told my parents, they're like, oh, we could have told you that. And I'm like, really? That's so interesting. So mm-hmm. have, have you... Have you read the ADHD effect on marriage? Have you had any kind of um, relationship stuff that you think is like a, uh, I don't want to say, like a, not like a symptom of your ADHD, but like. Oh, yeah. But it's like relationships across the board. It's not just my marriage, you know. No, no, no. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think, you know, um, I like to talk a lot. I have a very busy brain. Yeah. Um, my husband is so patient. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You need he's a patient. So spouse. patient. Yeah. Yes. And he does love me so good. Yeah. He does. But, you know, I've had a lot of strained like friendships because yes. my friends think that I, you know, interrupted them or I turned it around to be my about myself and I didn't mean to. Yeah. It's just that I had this I just have so much to say in my brain and sometimes I just like spit it out. Mm-hmm. I'm an oversharer. Mm-hmm. I you know what I mean? So Finding out though that and and actually taking the time to admit to myself that, hey, you know what, something, there's something that I need to figure out about myself. Yeah. So at you know 37 years old, yep, I find out that I, and she, you know, my therapist was like, yeah, you've had ADHD probably your entire Did life. Did you feel like the sense of relief of like, oh yeah, oh well my validation, gosh. validation, yeah. yeah. And then when you get on medicine, yep. that has very much helped me. Changes your life. Yeah. 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 And I mean. But I also think it's, uh, again, you have to be self-aware. You do. Yeah. To, to have the 
enough wherewithal to know that, hey, I need to go talk to somebody because I got some things that I need to figure out. Yep. You have to take responsibility for that. Like, yeah. 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 Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. So, but that's another big self-care thing. Yeah. You know, and that's also being fit. Yes. It totally is. To me. Yeah. So how do people find you if they want to get a massage from you? Or if they want to visit any of the restaurants, where do they you find everything? You can just go to the restaurants all you want. You can ask for me. But my my whole thing. Websites and, and everything. The websites for Instagrams, the restaurants. Yep. One thing that I've learned about being a massage therapist and being a woman is you have to be, you have to be cautious. Yes. I do not like to work on men that I do not know. That um, is and I totally don't, fair. Yeah. And I don't really like to work on people that I haven't met. Mm. And that's the beauty of being at the chiropractor. Yeah. So when I work on patients, I have 10 minutes with them and I'm a pretty good reader. Yeah. Pretty much right off the bat. Yep. If I want to have, if I'm going to have somebody in my personal private studio space. So then, okay. So it's all kind of feeding through the chiropractor. Yeah. Not all of it. Not, yeah. But, you'll but take a lot some. of it is. That makes sense. Um, you know, and so if I get a red flag, mm-mm. Nope. I just say I'm not taking new clients. Yeah. You know? So, um, and sometimes I can't take new clients. Sometimes I am just so busy because I have other, a hundred million other things going on, you know, but that is, that is one thing that I think safety as a woman being a massage therapist is very important. So I don't have a website. I don't have a sign on my building, you know, but I do have my business cards that I hand out at the chiropractor, you know, stuff like that. So. Yep. Yeah, but I mean, I work I work on everybody and their mother. I mean, I do. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, great. I do love it. Well, if you have some time, I need to yeah, come in to absolutely. get Yeah, absolutely. No, I would love to. That neck worked out. Yeah. Hopefully you didn't get any red flags from me. No. <laughs> no. You know, but it does happen. Oh, I'm sure it does. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. I feel like I walked down the street and I'm like, ah, uh, stay on that side of the I road. I know. And Buster. you know, and you know, when you're, when you're, you're a massage therapist. It's like, first of all, uh, it's very intimate. They're like naked laying on your bed. Yeah. And it's a, the person laying on the table is vulnerable. Yeah. You know? So like, I think that massage therapy goes so much more in just what you do for someone's body. But like, you have to, you have to be a comfortable person to be around because listen, there's also really quirky massage therapists out there, Oh yeah. you know? So it's, it's just a very fine balance as is everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, Rachel, thank you so yeah. much for coming on. This has been such I a delight. I jibber-jabbered quite a bit. No, it was yeah. great. I loved getting to know you. I love just you, your commitment to self-care and just like your awareness of mm-hmm. what you need. Yes. Like that's really cool. Yes. That's really great. I think, you know, more people can benefit just from knowing like, okay, what is it that I need? Right. I need. And admitting it. Yeah. To yeah. take care of myself. Yeah. Being willing to say, this is what I need and this is what I'm going to do and doing it. Yeah. You know, when you say you're going to do something, you, you do it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So no, you sound like a person with a lot of integrity and just that confidence to reach out. Like that's, it wasn't always like that though. Yeah. You know, so that's good for people to hear too. Mm -hmm. And I, I think sometimes people can get discouraged of like, I'm just not a confident confidence is a skill. Like, yes, some people are born with it more. It may become more easily, but like you can learn this, you can learn awareness, you can learn, compassion for yourself right like and there's days where things. you know i feel confident and there's days when i, where of course. I feel like a total loser of course you know so all of us do right but it's but it's but it's being able to be okay to sit yeah yeah totally well thank you so much that was so great listeners uh if you love this episode share it with a friend share it on your socials spread the word what the fit thanks so much love you